0: I'll tell you, so our history with the denim devil is I believe years ago Zach offered Clark a
1: role in the movie. Cool. <laughs> and we're like, it's okay, all, cool. it's on the record. <laughs> <laughs> the of history.
2: That still stands, you know. We're wait we're waiting for we're waiting for the call from like Netflix or Hulu, <laughs> oh, Jason whoever's, Bloom. Whoever's yeah. gonna license this thing, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, this has Jason Bloom written all over. <laughs> all over <laughs> Dude, screambox. It's pretty gnarly
0: enough. Oh, we could scream yeah. box this. What they got? What the hell are the movies they put out? Pussy cake and um, Was Terrifier two. P- yeah,
2: Pussy. Cake. Okay. Oh, well, there I, we go. Yeah, I've heard of one of those.
0: Yeah, there you go. We're right in the middle of that. <laughs> well, okay. So after after Clark, Ooh, I've, old I've old. described
2: it as Pussy Cake meets Terrifier two. <laughs> Threading that needle,
0: oh, no. dude. Zach. Okay. How long have you had this idea in your head?
2: Um, the Denim Devil has actually a long time coming. We started we did a we did a a short video in, I think, 2014 called Fear Boner. It was about uh, a serial killer, the Denim Devil, who couldn't he couldn't kill his victim because the guy had an erection and that made it it made it weird for him. (laughs) He's like, this is not a sexual thing. Why do you have an erection? So that was, the, that was the origin of the Denim Devil, which was played by Jared in that sketch.
0: Dude, okay.
2: I'll send you All guys right. the link to that.
0: Oh, <laughs> you, you made that?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We made that. Oh, it. yeah. it's, do- it's got dozens of views. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it on YouTube?
2: It is, yeah.
0: All right, Oksana, you got to find that. Also, did you say hi? The microphone's off. Okay, there you go. <laughs> say hi to Zach. And hi. Hey,
2: Oksana. Hi.
0: All right. Well, fuck, let's get into it. Because Zach, he sent me a package out of nowhere, which is always good. I'll, I mean that, too. I'm always excited. You work in some of the coolest, like, indie, horror, just obscure shit. Like, you know, what you would call, like, regional. Like, mm-hmm. the white picket fences, like, should never be made and watched by uh, a group <laughs> of people. And when I saw that it was, it was finally your product... The denim devil. I had no idea what I was getting into, dude. The cover is legitimate, like horror canon. Like mm-hmm. he looks like a real slasher, and you know you have to think about it for a minute that he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> which is kind of dumb with the mas- matching denim. denim <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, dude, also the font, you know, dude. It's fucking cool. So when I opened it up and we jump right into a. Uh, I, I don't know what would you call it—a dildo gag that turns into a failed murder.
2: That's fair. A, a classic dildo fight. That's <laughs> about right.
0: Today, when <laughs> me and Clark were talking before recording, he was like, "Dude, do women share
1: dildos? Yeah, I, I, is this is this common practice for for ladies? Uh, for our listeners here, there is a scene in, in in the in the in the comic here in the aforementioned denim devil available now." Um, where a young lady is a roommate with another young lady. And the, this one of the young ladies <laughs> is on, she's, she's away. All right. She's on sabbatical. And so this is a prime opportunity for the other young lady to exhume a sex toy belonging to not her to then use in practice and due diligence. Now, hopefully this is not something that happens.
2: <laughs> well it seems okay. you know like the dialogue would suggest that her roommate isn't super keen on it no yes, and that, and that there's been an issue with with washing of the Excellent.
1: Excellent. The D- look as a joke <laughs> 10 out of 10 i'm just hoping this is not an actual thing that is happening <laughs> because i'm now terrified
0: no and you know kudos to you so zach you're writing it right
2: jared and i both wrote it yeah
0: oh okay who came up with that
2: Oh, that was that, that that was one of the first
3: scenes um, to, to this started off as a screenplay and we went through several drafts and I remember that that was in the very beginning from Zach. Uh, <laughs> and I believe that scene was like twice as long in in, in earlier drafts. but I didn't want to draw all that.
2: <laughs> there, was, there was definitely more to it. It was it was a prolonged scene.
0: You know what? I, what I love about it, and again, I know we're going to be talking about the first issue of a comic book series here. What
1: about a dildo with balls? Oh Did you think God. about that? That could have added a little bit. Something. What would that have added? <laughs> that,
2: to be, oh, to we, we be honest, when I suggestion. see a dildo with balls, I, I'm usually like, "That's overkill." What are you? Oh, what are you doing? What are you no, doing no, with those no. things?
1: No, Zachariah, they have <laughs> a, they have they have added on to the ball game in the dildo. But leave.
2: but what is what is it for aside from the slapping noise? <laughs> I, I feel like you're
3: missing out on a lot of nuance to the experience
1: I, let, me yeah. let me tell you something if you were to ask Lance Armstrong about the slapping noise that would be the one thing he misses the most
0: wow dude <laughs> So again, let, let, me, let me give you all your flowers here what hooked me here, first I think Zach knows I'm not a fan of horror comedy like you've you, gotten better. I did. I, I did, oh, did oh, warn
2: Jared that I told because <laughs> I, 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 I I sent him I sent him the uh, when you guys mentioned it in the other episode. I think or I, I might have I told him about it and I told him it's it's good praise because because Russell hates to laugh. <laughs> <He's>
0: gotten better. <laughs> no, you God. know it's not me. It's the uh, quality of the art has gotten better. I think people are <laughs> are in a hateful place. In I their have heart. showed you a new world. Okay. Go ahead. you want to pat yourself on the back? I don't remember this. the rest of the lyrics.
1: But yeah, no, you've
0: gotten better. The thing is, horror is already tough. Like you're playing with like fantasy and there's a lot of gore. There's a lot of elements. Mo- Making a movie's already hard. Sure. And then you throw in like a miracle blood effect and, you know, throat slitting. It- then you try and tell a good joke. That's a whole nother thing that's also very hard. With a dildo. (laughs) When you mix them all up with somebody who's never made a movie, they're going to fail in some element. But something magical could happen. And that's true. And every now and then you get like a, what, Anna and the Apocalypse where everybody loves, I mean, they add in music to that. Still haven't seen it, but people love that movie. (laughs) And I was watching this and we went jokey right up top. And I'm like, oh no. But the thing I liked about the dildo bit Is that you? I love it when uh, when a writer can um, get in the head of the audience. And you might be like, if you're reading the Denim Devil, you're probably like a single dude hanging out. You you, you know, might be smoking weed or something. Three for three on that. And that's our target. (laughs) (laughs) When a girl talks about sneaking into her roommate's room and stealing a sex toy so she can use it, that might actually be arousing to you. (laughs) <laughs> so when when you when you juke that with the i you know i promise to wash it yeah comment it instantly subverts that sure and i was in from that i'm like oh shit no we're playing
1: with fire no here. it was a beautifully <laughs> crafted joke dude I, I want that to be clear i uh Thank you. <laughs> now uh
0: the denim devil does not brutally decapitate her and uh Wear her skinny jeans or anything. I'm just saying, not I for knew, lack of
2: trying.
1: <laughs> I knew two groups of guys, two groups of guys of college who would share each other's pocket pussy. So I'm just saying, <laughs> really, that I I, like, really? I I was triggered by this. I guess, <laughs> really,
2: yeah.
3: Oh, well, we got material for issue two at least. Good, yeah. yeah. I was, was worried it, we were was
2: gonna do one it. at least, or was it just like that cheap shit?
1: Well again He's sharing so a
2: ten dollar a ten dollar sex toy.
1: Back the, the you know we're we have to wind the clocks back to two thousand and six, and I just don't know how strong the pocket that's pussy not, game was in <laughs> that. that's <laughs> not far enough back. What
0: the was the only? range
3: of quality available?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the
0: only I thought you were gonna say back to the nineties and it was turning into a I don't want to go in the store and buy it thing. Oh. I because I would understand that's that That's a yeah, that's a different the internet was already around. There's no reason, unless you're into
2: it. Yeah, but you would have to, like, order it and then mail a check or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, but again, we you know, Jeff Bezos right.
3: would have to bring it to you by hand. Yeah.
0: No, one of those dudes was
1: filming it. I'm sure. <laughs> on a DV camera? Yeah, on a DV. <laughs>
0: no, and again, to set up this comic, dude, this tagline, I think, is the best thing I've read in a long time. And, you know, it's interesting because we are in the era of, like, revisiting slasher genres. So to see the denim devil pop up with the tagline, like the killer could be anybody, anybody except the denim devil. Dude, that's gold. <laughs> and I was, telling, I was telling Zach, man, I need a shirt because I think, dude, the denim devil is such a good looking um, failure. Also, alliteration. <laughs> alliteration is very important. Yeah, he's got a metal band font. I don't know. I want to <laughs> hear about this. Like, how, how much do you have planned out? Like, it was supposed to be a script, but were you doing that kind of cute thing where you already have a whole franchise in mind?
2: <laughs> we do Jared, now. Yeah. <laughs> We've got, uh, the, this first run is five issues, but uh, but Jared is definitely, he's been thinking about about uh, the next one since we began. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm so yeah. tired of drawing this one. Can't we just do the next one? Damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate to tell you, Jared, but I, I think it's solid, dude. Like you, you might be end up stuck in this drawing this dude for a while.
3: Uh, now, I'm I'm into it, and I appreciate that. It's a <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the the mask originally was a uh, sewn by a crystal, uh, I believe, and yeah. and then I just found all the rest of the denim uh, at, at at thrift stores and stuff. And there's just something about that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's an appealing <laughs> look. I, I'm very <laughs> surprised that we landed on something that that works uh, based off of wh- where we were at <laughs> when we yeah. made it.
1: Now, Jared, in general, would you consider yourself a fan of denim?
3: <laughs> in general, yeah. And in, uh, in specific, yeah. <laughs>
1: do you like the, the stretchy denim or do you go for like a raw denim that you got to sit in a bathtub for three hours full of water and, and you know, wear it?
3: Well, I mean, like circumstances, uh, d- different circumstances <laughs> require different denim. But, uh, yeah, typically I'm going to more towards the stretch, you know.
1: It's a good man. I I jegging? A
0: jegging? Huh? You've a never seen those? Jagging don't Oksana, come in here you with wanna... your TikTok words. No, this is old. Oksana, can you please explain what jeggings are? Do you own a pair?
2: Um, I think so. I think I have a couple old ones, and <laughs> um, I, I don't even know what they stand for anymore.
0: It doesn't. They're just they're, they're like um Fake jeans. Yeah, but they're stretchy. They're like
2: uh, what the fuck do women wear?
1: Leggings. Yeah, they're leggings.
2: <laughs> look, they look Wearing like leggings. God. I... <laughs> I didn't even know there was a chat. <laughs> Randy says jean leggings. Oh Duh.
0: Randy, yeah, jackets. Yeah, we yell at him if he actually <laughs> talks.
1: <laughs> oh, he, he writes in the chat that nobody reads except for our guests. He's literally like Hal <laughs> 9000 right now. We see a little dot in chat coming out.
0: All right, well, hold on. Now, okay, so y'all uh, make this fantastic concept. And again, I can't emphasize how much... He looks like a real slasher. And then when you think about it, he's almost like a lame superhero. Like, honestly, if he was a superhero parody, I would not care about this at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you guys are doing something interesting with the slasher here. And Zach, I know you're not a particular fan of, like, the slasher genre, right?
2: I don't dislike,
0: Yeah, but for you're sure. Not,
2: I mean, I'm not, not, not obsessive, I, yeah. but, you know... You're,
0: you're not going to Fright Rags and dropping five hundred dollars on their new Halloween end merch. I'm not.
2: I did buy uh, a few years ago. They had a they had a uh, Roseanne Halloween special T-shirt. That was the last one. I whoa. I was like, oh, that's a that's a midnight. That's a midnight o'clock fucking right there.
0: Dude, how long ago
2: was and that? and now I can't even wear my long enough <laughs> ago that I could wear Roseanne shirts.
1: Uh, that's fucking good. She's she's kinda back.
2: Is she good?
0: I'm glad. Yeah, she did a set. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. you know you got to serve a couple years. I Dude. think I think that's what I think that's the the standard going right now. I uh, would totally go
0: watch her do stand up. I would be yeah. thrilled.
1: She's it a great be, it'd be up.
0: fucking fiery right
1: now, too. I'm She's sure just, <laughs> <all> <laughs> Put her on the pills. Fuck it. I'm going to be offended. She gets she gets a choice of one. She either gets Twitter or she gets a pills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I'll go. But th- so Jared, how what's your relationship
0: with horror? Are you a big fan? Do you have a bunch of Funko Pops behind you like Clark? <laughs> no Funko
3: Pops. Here? I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, no, huge horror fan. Uh just grew up with uh, slashers slashes and, and all that and going to Blockbuster and trying to get through all the uh, Friday the 13th or all the, the nightmares and stuff. And and not, now there's too much out there, so I just completely stopped uh, absorbing anything new. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There, there might be like, plenty of great horror, but I see like maybe like one or two things uh, a year now. Uh, I assume it's all really great now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, honestly, the, it's been a strong year. And I'm i know i've heard some it.
3: amazing things for for this year i, I i'm uh, like I, I did catch up on the new uh hellraiser um, oh, okay. on Hulu. yeah those that was, that was a, I really like the uh, the new aesthetic for it I, I think that the new rules are extremely complicated so they should just throw those out uh <laughs> next movie right away but keep everything else it's good it's, it's, yeah.
0: you know if they were gonna expand on something i'm glad that they went with the puzzle box i think that's like a fun thing also if you're gonna Approach it from a marketing angle You can make a you have six fucking different puzzle boxes to to I want all yeah. of
1: them Yeah, you, but you yeah. have your puddle, puzzle box I have my riddle box Okay <laughs> Family, thank you Here's the thing <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you brought up That a took me a second Thank you Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you brought
0: up a Razor Because
1: we talked about it, what, last week Yeah, And it's not horny enough, Jared
3: <laughs> No, no It's a little horny but, uh you no. know like I don't know it, it 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 crossed the bare minimum threshold for a lot of things uh stylistically I liked any time that they kind of were it felt more like practical effects like when they're stretching the locations and environments yeah. and uh had that it follows vibe which I really dug that um yeah you know but not not nearly horny enough no. um, but it, it's hard these days I, I don't know uh at, what where where are we uh, on like good horror... And horny at the same time. So far, I'm only seeing like one or the other.
1: Well, we got euphoria. So if we can combine <laughs> those two things, because let me tell you something, they're, they're getting horny on TV. It's like yeah. horror in horror. So we got to think. I mean, about it. So we don't have to put No, we got
0: like, yeah. to uh, no, <laughs> throw in Barbarian. Barbarian got pretty horny. Did it? Uh, there's a full-on like. Um, I don't rape breastfeed. See, like I don't you know. You got up.
2: Okay. Anything to be horny.
0: What do you mean, actually, <laughs> titillating.
2: There was there was one horny guy in the theater for that scene. <laughs> no. Okay, no, it's just
1: uh, you and I have different definitions of horniness, which will be explored in episode four twenty seven or whichever. You know, <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I don't know. It's just uh, I, I feel like if you're going to go into that franchise, especially, you know, with the the universe that Clive Barker built and we just it kind of felt like we were just, uh, you know, skating by here. Yeah, it felt a little cosplay yeah. a little bit.
0: But, you know, now that we're talking about Cenobites, I'm looking at Denim Devil. I feel Ooh. like he's not he's almost like a flunky Cenobite, too.
1: Like he didn't get the memo about leather. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a cinnabite from a temp agency. <laughs> he's like a do low you, Jared.
2: Do you remember why he wears? I honestly don't remember why he wears denim. I'm going to go ahead and assume that the name came first.
3: No, no, I'm pretty sure that the concept came first. You, you came up to me and told me like, okay, I got the script. It's going to be about this slasher who is, uh, you know, sees somebody who has a bunner and doesn't isn't able to kill him. And the only thing I know, the only thing I know is he's going to be head to toe in denim. And, and Sometimes you
2: got to go with your gut.
3: I mean, we were calling him uh, the Wrangler Mangler. We were telling him a few oh, different things. That's yeah. right. We
2: did have a few. Yeah. I yeah think
3: we,
0: maybe Canadian. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right? Maybe. maybe Canadian a?
0: <laughs> he He's self-asphyxiated with a, a denim belt or something. Do they
1: make those?
2: A denim <laughs> belt? I don't know.
1: Oh, what about the mean gene killer? Oh, my all God. All right, I'm out. That's Oakland, what... good <laughs> Yeah, so, okay. Well, I just had to bring something to the table, guys. Um, so I wanted we're...
0: to have fun. So, Jared, you said that you, you like slashers, but you haven't been keeping up, which I, I'm going to parse out to mean that you haven't, like, waded into all of the movies that were attempting to make a slasher that would join the pantheon of, like, Freddy and Jason and... Pinhead and Leatherface, which there's been a lot, and there's only one that made it, which is Art the Clown. So I highly suggest you watch Terrifier. Zach, have you kept up with that at all?
2: I've actually not seen Terrifier, uh, one or two. Well, oh, it's a great design.
3: Great look for that uh for that character.
1: Yeah. yeah dude, you can watch it with the baby. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> watch I've watched like child. I've watched the like three movies in the last year.
0: I know, so I'm gonna be easy on you, and we're really gonna pick on Jared. Now,
2: that's
0: fair. You know, we're living in a in a time where what Scream Five just came out, Halloween Ends just came out. Like we're revisiting all these franchises, so I feel like there may have been a delay on the Denim Devil, but it's coming out at the right time. So I don't know. Have you guys thought about where he fits into all this?
2: (laughs) Right at the top. (laughs) <laughs> right on top of freddie
0: i feel like he could exist in a world where uh that pantheon is like a thing like okay so um what was that book we read the final girl support group that was pretty mm. popular right now have you guys heard mm. about that at all
3: heard about that i, I haven't checked check it out that, yet but it sounds really good
0: okay well i thought um it was part of like a 70s revival where they're making um zach you know because we interviewed uh brad carter who did the um, uh, Night of the Demon, the book, mm. or you know, he took a movie and wrote a whole novel out of it, yeah, and they call I call it novelization. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. thanks. <laughs> now, I thought the Final Girl support group was going to be a, like akin to that, where we're doing just a slasher, but it's a novel, and it really wasn't. It was kind of looking at like the kind of worship of like Jeffrey Dahmer we're seeing again, where it's like true crime and, you know, you want to own John Wayne Gacy art, but in that world, all the, the slashers were real. And I almost feel like the denim devil could exist in a world like that where like, you know, he breaks in to murder somebody and he realizes it was just a TV plane and nobody was in the room and he looks around (laughs) and there's like a Nightmare on Elm Street poster. Like, I feel like that wouldn't be out
2: yeah, just, well, uh, we we've got our own uh, in world uh, slasher franchise in in the book too, the Bunny Loop Butcher, because <laughs> we we're, we're trying, you know, what's what's dumber than denim, and shoelaces.
3: Oh, I but in this will. universe, the shoelaces are way more popular. Yeah, like the, yeah. <laughs> this was the Voorhees uh, of this universe. Yeah, we have that one. Uh, that that one's better than the other one we had, Uh Night of the Knees Grater which I've only just started to draw that guy. And it's really not, it's pretty (laughs) silly.
0: So what's the subtext here? Are you like taking the piss out of like, I don't know, pro wrestling horror movies, which are basically (laughs) slasher films? Yeah.
3: I mean, I feel like it's uh, one of the themes that when we were writing this, that 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 was coming out of it was uh, I, I was thinking a little bit about the Venture brothers and how, that that shows about failure and uh, this is about a guy who really wants to do something and be really good at it that nobody wants him to do and it does no good in the world Uh, and so it's almost like a metaphor for being a creative person like you know nobody needs you to make that movie nobody (laughs) needs you to make that book and if it's also really bad nobody you know nobody wants you to bring them in (laughs) On, on seeing it so uh so yeah it, I, I feel like that that's what makes uh the the denim devil very relatable even if it's uh even if you can't relate to trying to murder people in their homes uh, you can relate to doing something that people just don't care for.
0: yeah, you're on a podcast right now that really fits that mold. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know exactly
3: what I'm talking about.
0: you know, God damn that's actually like a really good message right there. Like that totally fucking works. Yeah. You would think he's a goddamn professional artist. I know. <laughs> so, so what have you worked on before?
3: Uh, well, comic book wise, nothing. Oh yeah. This is, this is our Which first. Is I mean, wild. I, Cause it's yeah, so I, good. I, I do uh illustration in my, in my day job and I've done commissions and stuff. But I never did a whole story from start to finish. I have been a huge comic book fan my whole life so uh yeah uh it's this is the first one uh and and outside of that we've been mostly doing video things um yeah
2: yeah he did a, he did a, a comic book themed uh, web series called Infinite oh, Issues right. a while ago that was that was comic comic adjacent well it wasn't comic adjacent it took place in a fucking comic shop so it was more than adjacent
3: yeah i don't know how the positioning uh works with that yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're we're the-
0: that i almost wanted to call you a liar because i'm like well i don't believe it the, the product looks so good and again um i've been trying to read more i i was having focusing problems and i thought if i would read a book it would kind of shut out everything else and so i've been trying to read like 50 a year and man when you start reading like academic shit it, it's it takes like i'm really trying to absorb it it takes so fucking long. So I'm I sorry. Do, I'm sorry. Academic shit? Yes, like history books. Like what? I know. Clark got into Audible, so now he thinks he's like a uh, librarian or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i read two books today. I'm like, uh, I feel like... I don't know why. <laughs> Go ahead. All this is fairly accurate. Okay. <laughs> no, and, you know, I pad my numbers with graphic novels, which I... It, for some reason, I feel guilty about it. Ah, graphic novel. <laughs> the steroids of books. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's a completely different craft. And now that I've been reading all the random graphic novels that we've been buying at half price books for like the past decade, man, you really start to appreciate people who can panel a story properly. Like it, it's so close to filmmaking. Like, you're playing with the page. Like, when you turn a page, what's the first thing you see? You know that your audience is going to be able to look at the other page, whether they like it or not, so you don't want to reveal stuff. And yours just, dude, it comes across as, like, a craft that you guys have been doing for a long time. Like, it's,
3: it's really good thank you so much uh it, it is something that we really put a lot of thought into uh even before we started we were just going over like you know looking at tutorials and looking at at articles like okay we know comments we read comments but do we think about comments enough to 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 make one and uh yeah we just put a lot of effort onto that side of it cuz yeah, since it started off as a movie script like so much didn't translate so many jokes so many scenes it was just kind of like whole characters had to just be completely different because we knew that there wasn't going to be an actor saying it and just being like well they're going to say it with a funny voice and so that's why it's going to be funny <laughs> uh, we, we have to have to actually be funny which is so much harder
1: but so but more rewarding in the end you know you put it in the yeah. work and it works yeah. I'm, thing,
3: glad, I'm glad you feel so.
1: This thing sings. And we, Jared, I, I know you're new here, but we know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> so when we pay a compliment, you take it, my friend. Well,
0: here's the thing. I read a lot of indie comics, like one-shot slasher kind of reboot things. The problem is that there's, one, a lot of the ideas are like so heavily treaded that they're just kind of boring. Derivative. That, then you have like art design that's derivative and derivative. It, it's just not a lot of fun. <laughs> I feel like you guys have ideas. You have a unique tone, and the product is just it. It works and
1: not derivative. And it's horny. But and now, <laughs> <it's> horny. When's the last time you read a comic? Uh, I read a graphic novel earlier this year. Okay. Now well, what? The pervert <laughs> was it?
0: <laughs> it's very good. That's nice. it, dude. No, here's the thing. Now, Clark, I don't know. He, I think he he's been taking some medication. He was in a weird uh place <laughs> and he ended up on like Valencia and walked into a comic book shop. And he came out with a indie comic about the Do you want to go get it? It, well, it, it was like the exploration of it. a uh <laughs> trans female, right? I and Clark was so emotionally moved by this thing and he was like, "Dude, you have to read it." And I I'm like, "Is this is. a bit?" I was like, "What are you doing? Where did you? <laughs> like, I've never." He doesn't own comic books either, so it was fucking strange. But uh, I mean, it was good.
2: So yeah, shout out to the pervert. But ha-
0: yeah, yeah. You, it, so
2: so many people in your audience are like, "Finally, some recognition." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, you you want to know the last comic that I had a lot of fun with was Red Room. Have you guys heard of that? Mm-mm. No. All right, look that up because I think it kind of falls into the. Uh, it's a very it's a lot darker tone than what you guys are doing, but it's about um live streaming on the dark web. And it's it gets into uh yeah, cryptocurrency. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Ed yeah. Yep. I
3: don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but yeah, no, I, I love Ed Piskor's work.
0: Dude, it's it's gnarly. I highly recommend you check out Red Room.
1: Heck yeah. You, you
0: couldn't find I the perfect I don't know where it is. Do you look under your mattress? <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: move my bed I don't know where it
0: is. Yeah, it's so, good. Clark, I, I brought it up because I was curious about how you felt about the denim devil. Like, obviously, I know you like it. We have a friend here. We have to say that. But yeah, more. I'll turn off yeah. his headphones. So, so he contractually,
1: me. we've hit our agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Get into it. No, I, 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 you know, again, what's not to like here? Um, The way. Again, I, I feel like we we've hit a certain theme with our episodes the past few weeks. Uh, that theme of subversion. Okay. Um, where we talked to you know our our uh, Austrian maniac friend uh, a few weeks ago, um, and uh, you know I just I feel like yeah we, we need something that's Zach. When I when I read this, I just. Uh, again, uh, Jared. Jared's a new friend uh, that we're welcoming in today, but I know Zach. All right, and I know Zach's humor. And if I read this thing, and there was no reference to a penis <laughs> and or semen, then it was going to be a failure for me. <laughs> Very quickly. Yeah. This was you got
2: to you got to open strong. Indeed. So assume- I think I think why Jared and I work so good together, too, is that he doesn't fight me on the penis. He's just like, fine. <laughs> and he's halfway done drawing just a monster penis by the time I'm done telling him about it.
1: Because he knows <laughs> that, you are, that you are bone or juice. All right. That's the thing. You can't you can't fight the feet. So um, yeah. he's
3: bringing that special sauce. That's it. You just got to, you know, trust that he knows the amount of special sauce to put on it. And that if you put too much, you can just scrape it off.
1: Um. It's it's a common. Speaking of
2: boner juice, I got to I got to do a tangent or Uh I got to get sidetracked to tell you guys. I saw um, a movie recently that was shot in 1989 uh, called Heartlands of Darkness. And it's Uh just it's just recently being released for the first time. Uh, with Linnea Quigley is in it and I was watching it and who the fuck pops up but John Branch the actor who played Dr. Boner Juice what from in this movie from 1989 and I had to hit him up immediately and be like what the fuck and he barely (laughs) remembered being in it because it was never released and it was called something else but
3: he was in a movie with Linnea Quigley in 1989 yeah
2: Holy cow. So that Boner Juice was his second Linnea Quigley joint. Wow. Anyways, that's all.
1: Sorry, I'm looking <laughs> it up. Oh, it's just the world of Boner Juice will always give. Yeah. It never it stops giving.
0: Also, I brought up Anna and the Apocalypse. I fucking forgot Zach made a horror comedy musical. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're not scared to blend these tough genres together. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know, the denim deal is right. fantastic. And I think
2: everybody. Yeah, I think it. Clark was in the middle of complimenting us and I distracted him. <laughs> go what? ahead, Clark. What? You fucked that up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's done. I'm sorry. I'm, so un- I'm, I'm right. uncomfortable when people compliment.
1: So, so now we have to wait till next fiscal quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when is uh, issue two going to come out?
3: uh january uh right now it's uh um, i'm coloring it right now so that one is for sure gonna show up when we want it to uh but we're aiming for every three months so that the whole thing will be wrapped up by around this time next year
2: just in time for convention season oh are you gonna do it i know, I know now.
3: probably <laughs> Oh, a, if, we if, if we solve back. the plague maybe <laughs> i ain't scared
0: I'm- let me know.
3: Just I, I'm I'm terrified. a little scared. I'm super scared. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm <laughs> hiding my basement. <laughs> if,
0: if y'all went to like fucking Monster Palooza or something, it would crush. This thing. This is the kind of shit that I go to Monster Palooza for. Where it's like, you know, there's no ads for it. You walk around, you meet a dude. In Monster Palooza, over? I well, they do two a year. Or Sinister Creature, any convention. I'm just saying, any horror convention. Fly out to fucking. Um, What's the big Texas one that's becoming like the...
1: Frightmare?
2: Frightmare.
0: Yeah, Texas yeah. Frightmare. yeah, Dude, this would crush.
3: It's, That'd man, be awesome.
0: Yeah, if you were just like, I don't know, some dipshit like me walking around looking for something cool that everybody was overlooking, that's yeah. the one. Well, too bad we're going to get nuked soon. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you got to beat Putin. Get out there.
2: <laughs> no, that's issue I'm... two. He pops up. Dude. No, I'm <laughs> <And> just joking. <laughs> <get> <laughs>
0: And then it nukes the whole
2: we, series. We wrote this thing years ago. We don't have that kind of foresight. <laughs>
3: yeah, we had to uh, intentionally put a little time date. It's uh, <laughs> like, this takes place in 2019. Why 2019? Well, yeah.
1: You had, wanna... to it, you had to delete all the stuff about Building 7? <laughs> oh,
0: that'd be good. Did the denim devil behind that? It was just an accident. <laughs> oh there we go
4: that's oh it. no
0: it's like fuck that's it. <laughs> the building came down oh fuck we're gone. so i want to know more about y'all like wh- where did you meet jared how did you rope
1: him into this yeah where did this unholy union start
2: uh we met in like 2009 in portland um because of a movie called t- a craigslist movie called tandem hearts <laughs> Oh, wait, <laughs> what do you
0: mean by a Craigslist movie?
2: I mean, everyone everyone that was that worked on the movie was hired through Craigslist. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, so that was um, basically all, all of my friends I met through Tandem Arts. <laughs> what,
0: so did you work on it?
2: Yeah, yeah. My friend Jeff and I, uh, Jeff worked on Boner Juice. We shot that movie uh, with uh, Johnny, who directed Boner Juice, did sound on it. Uh, Quinn, who plays the uh, the old man's booty worm, the voice of the old man's booty worm, and <laughs> Boner Juice was on it. Uh, Jared was. I don't think you worked on Tandem Hearts, but did, no, you no, edited. I, you did edit. I, I was
3: a uh, yeah. I was second editor, very specifically because of a uh, credit <laughs>
2: dispute, actually, <laughs> For, because of the editors' union. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. All, all through that, and Jared at the time was making a movie called The Roomies, and uh and then you know boner juice. It all it all spiraled out from that. I actually J- John, who directed uh Tandem Hearts, John Garcia, just shot a movie that he and I wrote together about Bigfoot. So we're still everybody's still trucking along
0: um, because of can Craigslist. You know, can you elaborate on the Bigfoot movie? <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. How's how's that going? Uh, I I did a little bit of art that may or may not show up in that, and I want to see it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Jared did some did some ceremonial Bigfoot art. It's um. I don't know what he's going to end up calling it, uh, because we were just using a working title called the Bigfoot Project. Uh, But there's actually already a movie called the Bigfoot Project, so he's (laughs) I think he's (laughs) um. Oh, we but, got like a dozen Halloweens. Yeah, that's Just true. Roll with it.
1: <laughs> what about um, the Emneyville Bigfoot?
2: What <laughs> it's about, are you guys familiar with Psychic Bigfoot? I didn't even hear what Clark said. Emneyville. A- Amneyville Bigfoot. <laughs> there yeah, Am-ney-ville. we go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right to the bottom shelf of Walmart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize hey. to three of our guests right now. <laughs> For
1: sure, three. I mean,
2: dude. I mean, anywhere in a Walmart's probably a good place to be. Yeah, if you're if you're a DVD. Um, But it's about it's. Do you guys? I guess familiar with psychic Bigfoot? No. Okay. There's
0: um. (laughs) Lost cred right there.
2: A little bit. No, you're fine. So there. Basically, there's a subset of Bigfoot believers who believe that Bigfoot is an interdimensional uh, Ah. being with telepathic abilities
1: i thought i I, literally when you said that i just thought like miss cleo as bigfoot okay yeah okay i was like
3: you you can't take a picture of him because he here he can see you coming in his mind and that's the only reason so so yeah all these like loch ness is probably also psychic yeah uh yeah and and interdimensional and interdimensional yeah cover your bases an alien
2: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: cover your bases hey guys Jesus Christ has been pretty successful doing this for a long, long time.
2: There's I think we feet. <laughs> but there's a, yeah, I was, I, I re- there's a, they do a meetup in Washington for people who can telepathically communicate with Bigfoot and there are videos of it on YouTube. And uh, they're very inspiring.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa, I gotta look that up. Yeah, it, yeah it's,
2: it's pretty awesome because they're just like full on having conversations with different different sasquatches and then relaying it to the camera, you know? It's a lot Whoa. of fun. So so okay. John hit John hit me up. He wanted to make a Bigfoot movie. And uh and so we incorporated that into it. So it's Bigfoot Bigfoot uh, telepathic cult movie that he just finished.
1: Love it.
0: So is it kind Gosh, of like, he already like, up on that. It's like a ghost dad thing or something where like Bigfoot's <laughs> like invisible hanging out with the <laughs> kid. You got he- Cosby
1: in a in a <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> like, so just like go, like Bigfoot as a regular dad going about his business, you know works at a design firm. He's too busy to hang out with his kids. But one day, you know he he, he misses the big game, gets into a car crash, and oh no!
2: Now it's Ghost Bigfoot Dad. <laughs> well, we know who watched Ghost Dad a lot when he was a kid.
3: <laughs> God, nothing
0: on the slashers, but Ghost Dad. You uh... word for word. <laughs> i mean that's good company dude zach okay well these psychic bigfoot things now okay me and clark like a lot of shit like that like i like cinema verté with uh unfortunate people that's not fair mm-hmm. some of these when you now when they like if you're talking to bigfoot psychically mm-hmm. you can lean into that and become an incredibly interesting person but if you're like sad like well, what's the vibe? Like, is it depressing watching this, or is it fun?
2: No, I, I, I think, I think they're with fun. Peace yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're fun videos. Everybody seems to be having a good time. Uh, you know, Bigfoot's not not you know giving anyone bad news. It doesn't seem. It's mostly you know Bigfoot spread in love. He's, he's worked on his
1: bedside manner over the years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was there's pretty a, hurt early on.
2: <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. There's a bit of a crossover with like you know, like the big psychic Bigfoot convention and like a fish parking lot.
4: Oh. So it's
2: very like chill. It's chill vibes. A lot of mushroom use. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want, I can't say for sure. <laughs>
1: that, <laughs>
0: I
2: don't want to insult the psychic Bigfoot community, but. Zach,
1: what you have made makes more sense than I've ever heard in anything in my life. That, that Of course the psychedelic Bigfoot people are fish fans. Nothing Definitely. has made more sense to me than the day I found out that Guy Fieri is best friends with the lead singer of Smash Mouth. <laughs>
2: Shut up! Really? Like
1: these? Like all of everything? Just you know, falls into place. Of course, you, these things. Make you
2: happen. mean the former lead singer of Smash Mouth?
1: Whoa! What happened? Ooh. They broke up.
2: No, they've got a new. They've got a new vocalist.
1: What <laughs> the hell? Hey now! Me right now,
2: I just saw a. I just saw uh, not that long ago uh, someone posted a video live from you know the county fair at the at the Smash Mouth concert, and I was like, "What the fuck? That's not
3: uh, that's, that's not, that not the guy singer. from
2: Smash Mouth. Uh, that's, that's just that
3: somebody.
2: That's not that's not the guy <laughs> from <Eric>. Supreme Life.
1: <laughs> Who the hell is this douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, hey, now okay. you're not an all star. Okay, first of all. All right, so uh, Russell has pulled up. Russell just Googled, smash mouth new singer. Uh, Then it pops up, Zach Good, who is just, he looks like an anal polyp with a fedora. (laughs) (laughs) And the Wikipedia bio pops up. This is the first thing this says about Zach Good. It just says, Steve is a big guy, nearly six feet tall and 200 pounds with a big voice. Enter Zach Good, an actor, songwriter, an equally tall and large-voiced man. Wait, who, why are we talking about Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Exactly. So it, because you can't, you can't talk about Smash Mouth and not mention Steve. Steve is Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. Then we got this little prick. <laughs> Zach Good.
2: Hey, he's it's not little. He's big.
1: That's right. He's a big man.
2: He's nearly six feet tall.
1: <laughs> just, Guadalajara
0: stadium with I'm, I'm not gonna people. lie.
2: Uh, Fush You Mang, uh Smash Mouth album. That was one of the first records I bought. In the fifth I think I was in the fifth grade, maybe. I went to a oh. record store and I bought Fush You Mang.
1: Was that is that the first one?
2: <laughs> uh I think it was the one with Walking on the Sun. I don't know if it was their first album.
1: Not Hey Now. Just, is that the second album? Or is that the first album? <laughs> oh well,
2: hey, now you're an all star? Yeah. That was their second album. Yeah. Oh, that was that was oh. yeah.
0: So that was when we went you, commercial. Anyways, you know we we'll explained this finished. all
2: in the denim devil.
1: Issue <laughs> two. The yes, they jumped up to Shrek. That's what folks are saying. I was saying where do you think Terry Gross is doing a deep dive of Smash <laughs> Mouth's second album? I don't think so. Here,
0: let me tell you uh one of my claim to fame when I was in middle school. Was that my mom's best friend lived next door to the former lead singer of Smash Mouth?
4: Whoa. So I constantly mm. was trying to
0: push my CD, my compact disc, on her. So yeah, get it signed. <laughs> how lame!
1: I went to I went to that's Mouth. awesome, dude. Because they're out here from like uh, San Jose, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, how, yeah, how no, they're San Jose band. Yeah. They're a San Jose band. And uh, train is the San Francisco Bay. Oh. so we're sandwiched in between greatness. Oh,
2: like, while, while we're doing this, I don't know if you guys know the bass player for Newfound Glory has a cameo in Boner Juice.
1: <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: he's the uh, oh my gosh during the uh, the Seven Deadly Sins, but yeah, the, yeah. A, in the
2: in the montage, I think he's like a concerned neighbor when someone's being arrested by the boner police
0: you should have advertised that on the cover of boner juice (laughs) okay so we went on a weird tangent here but it sounds like you both wanted to get into film and now we're talking about your comic book like how how do you all feel about it i because honestly i feel like it might be your calling i mean i know Uh, know you had a great cameo in your last film but
3: (laughs) no i i uh you know, I I love filmmaking. I, I want to do more of it. Uh, I'm a hypochondriac, though, so for the next few years, I don't think I'm gonna get to. So, <laughs> I'm going to, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, just being able to do a comic book uh, for for all these ideas that we've been having for movies uh, is really appealing. It 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 takes a bit, but so does movies. And this way, I'm only wasting Zach's time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you know, which has
3: zero
2: value. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing. Um, with the movie, you know, it's so collaborative. And sometimes you get like an auteur director and their vision might get diluted by working with a bunch of other people, especially when you have dildos or a name like Boner Juice. I imagine there's a lot of explaining. And especially <laughs> now, like people might be worried about their careers. Where with The Denim Devil, I feel like we can get an unfettered, like, vision from youtube and you don't have to answer to anybody like you guys put this out on your own right mm-hmm.
3: oh yeah yeah
0: dude it's fantastic like what's the process like there did you find like a website and just submit everything or
3: uh um, did a lot of youtube research and uh i think that Zach was the, the the person who fi- figured out that etsy was was actually going to be a marketplace that we can do stuff with i, I was like oh you can sell digital stuff on that i don't have to like you know Hand knit it or anything like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> sadly yeah, we, we
2: just saddle, saddle stitch it. Whatever. What do you call it?
3: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, hand saddle stitched. Uh, yeah. So, so we just uh, did a lot of research and tried to put it up everywhere we could. Uh, I still haven't figured out how to get Apple to work, but uh, yeah, I, I think that one of these days I'm going to need to make a write it all up for other people because it was kind of a pain in the butt to, trying to figure it all out from various sources.
0: So did you pay like a third party company to print them or were you in here with a yeah. stapler? Yeah, okay. no, that's right. Yeah, we
3: <laughs> yeah we hired a, uh, we, we commissioned it through uh Comics Wellspring, which I think is a division of Greco printing. And they were really good. They were really, um, I went through like five proofs with them because I'm just uh extremely particular about things. We got the first proof copy you was know, the, the colors are terrible. I'm going to spend, <laughs> spend all night working on this. And we went back and forth and, and they tolerated me throughout the entire process. So for that, I, I recommend them.
0: <laughs> hey, um, I know what that's like, because with the Unnamed Footage Festival, we had um, the film catalog that we would print. And man, we found a company, what, in Arizona that I mean, we're in San Francisco. and There's a lot of like publishers around here. And fuck, dude, it cost almost like triple the price to do it down the street. (laughs) What was the company that we went with in Arizona?
2: Short Run Printing.
0: Dude, they were fantastic. And that like back and forth is, dude, it's priceless. Just being able to talk to them where they can reach out and be like, hey, uh, your art, the colors aren't looking great. So I'm glad you found it because your shit looks fucking professional. Thank you. how, How do you get it in a comic book store now? Have you, is it on any shelves anywhere?
3: Uh, we are looking into that we didn't like you know get a UPC code or anything our, our my, my main thinking uh, Zach has more hope and optimism than I do my, my thinking <laughs> is that we're gonna be putting out these single issues to just plant the seeds of people being able to find us in uh, search engines eventually and then when the graphic novel comes out then, then oh. we're gonna try to push that we'll yeah, probably
2: get a UPC
3: yeah I, I, I was reading articles from an uh, independent comic People who have been trying to do do their thing these days, and they all were saying like, "Yeah, if you're not putting out just the one, number one issue, nobody's going to buy number two or number three or number four. They're going to wait for the trade paperback if they want the whole story, or they're going to buy the number one." So, we want to hold these things because we just think they're neat. So, <laughs> yeah, this is just a, a short enough print run to where we're like, this isn't going to be boxes filling up uh, our, our closets for the rest of our lives.
0: Nah, yep. that would never happen because your your product's actually good. And, you know, I should put you in contact with our buddy, um, Harry Nordlinger. Uh, the Nick and Harry did a podcast, Cinematic Oblivion, which they stopped. But um, they both, like, Nick is a writer and Harry's an illustrator. And he, he started doing a collaborative anthology horror comic mm. called Vacuum Decay. And he actually started making money off of it. And I remember talking to him, and it was like, of all the creative people I know, that's a huge brag to be like, I've made some money <laughs> off of this comic. So, like, I mean, I I highly recommend checking it out. But I don't think he has a graphic novel. There's no like collected edition. It's all just comic, and they've been selling out out here. So yeah, if you need if you need to talk to somebody who's done this, Is you go five. Yeah, he's on the fifth one. They're great. I actually, he gave me the number five the same day I got Denim Devil. Oh, what nice. that was a, fucking, that was a good day. fucking day! I'm not, <laughs> oh. Dude, so, yeah. so, is the <laughs> is the goal here still to make a movie? Because I almost feel like I want to talk you out of it, and I want you guys to double down on the comic.
2: Um, I, th- I think we're. Oh, go ahead, Zach. Oh, I was just yeah, I, I was just gonna say. I think at the, in the in the present, I think the comic book is the focus because the you know the way the comic book is going it's it's a certainly a larger scale story than we have money for to make a movie um you know like i know you i remember I,
3: your first draft is like just living in an apartment and yeah were like, <laughs> oh yeah
2: No, my, my first draft was like hey we could probably make this uh, for like five hundred dollars there's a lot more now there's now Two there's guns. like a Vangler uh Wingler Tower. Yeah. <laughs> we can't afford any towers. So, you know we, how much a tower costs? You, got some? you can make a tower. Dude. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> funny. Make it's, a tower. It's funny you're talking about a tower. Um, we I was hanging out with Terrell a couple days ago, and he was talking about Halloween ends, and mm-hmm. he saw a like pre-screening of it, and he was sitting next to some dude who's seen three different versions of the movie. And they actually cut out a very important radio tower that you can see the uh, artifacts of burning in the background Mm. of one of the. And I remember watching the movie being like, why is that on fire now? Apparently there was a big story arc where they do the body swap shit from uh, Jason goes to hell. Which I'm so glad they cut that shit out.
1: Uh,
3: also, <laughs> oh, because it sounded like they like they infer something like that from what I've read in the reviews, but but they they were way more explicit about that.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I guess they actually shot scenes with it because wow. there's a pretty cool like radio DJ that gets his uh, comeuppance in that movie. Yeah, and um, it's a shout out to Darcy who makes a weird cameo in there. Uh, that's Joe Bob's uh, girl that revitalized <laughs> his career. But yeah, I don't know if you guys are going to look at like new slasher shit. I think that Halloween trilogy is actually pretty. There's some
1: fruit on the vine there. Okay. Before we go into Halloween town, which is fine. I need, to, start, to. I need to circle back on this. Uh, the movie ridiculous statement, which you have just said to um, our beloved friend, Zach Carter and our new friend Jared is that number one, you are discouraging the, uh, Film franchise of this project. Now, as a reminder, you are my goddamned agent. Okay? This man has promised me work in the future. <laughs> and you are trying to shut down this project. Uh, yeah. This is Zach, this is my life. <laughs> the people well, are I'm, to help I'm,
2: me. I'm going to cut out the middleman and come straight to you for Brazilian fart porn explosion.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. I, I remember that. What was the other? <laughs> I'm not even down for it. I, I don't even want a title change. Bring <laughs> it. Thank
2: God, because I don't have another title. It's, <laughs> it's driving me crazy.
1: No, Okay. It,
0: well, if you want to bring up the movie, can we talk about it at all? I'm so curious what a 90 minute Denim Devil would encapsulate.
1: Well, we got a lot more story to tell. I yeah, know.
3: we can't spoil too much yeah. for you. Uh, <laughs> <but all.
1: laughs> now, before we, we go here, the comic uh, book
2: follows it pretty closely. There wasn't too, you know, we didn't have to change like a whole lot of major things, really.
3: Yeah, really, mostly just uh, trying to adjust the pace uh, properly, because like you were saying, like, you know, when you're reading it and you're turning the page, you need to put certain things behind certain pages. And so it just, uh, yeah, like everything that happened in the script happens in the comic. It's just uh, happening at a different rate.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, here's the thing. I, I. I will encourage you guys until my dying breath. Whatever you want to do, but number one, Zach, this is very serious. Russell and I will send you an audition tape of me for the <laughs> denim devil. Okay, that's you're gonna, gonna, play devil? I'm gonna play the denim devil. I going to play denim devil. No, I'm just saying. You go, you go for the gusto, baby. No, I want to see it. You gotta yeah, be yeah, like, shoot
2: for the stars.
1: Yeah, you that's actually.
2: Be- I would love to get a compilation of of auditions for people doing their take of the Denim Devil.
3: Absolutely. And, and whatever you do, don't look at the original videos. I want to hear what <laughs> other people think this guy should sound like. Don't look at what we did. That don't count anymore.
1: I'll give you a bevy of options. <laughs> I'll do accents. I'll do Oh, yeah. What about blackface? You guys down for that? <laughs> Where's like, nobody's going to know. Black <laughs> denim. Oh my God. I
0: feel like you should audition for another character existing in that world.
1: I'll do them all. Okay. I'll Peter Sellers this bitch. Perfect. Now,
3: that will um, save so much money
1: that way. (laughs) Indeed. And it will look great. Now, Zach, contractually, I have to ask you this question Mm -hmm. Um, How are we on Pool of Blood? (laughs)
2: <laughs> Johnny has it now. He's he's Johnny's putting it putting it on a Blu-ray for me. I'll send you guys a copy. I swear okay. it exists.
1: Yeah, uh, been- I don't
2: swear it's good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I swear you're not missing much. <laughs> Jared can say that because he's in it.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: love- oh wait, am I in that? I, I don't remember if I'm in that. Wow. No, I, Jared
3: wasn't, and I cut him out. Oh. oh, that's right! Oh, I was at the oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I wouldn't know how to describe the scene that you guys had me doing. Um, I, I, I was like assaulted by dick pits in the future.
2: Yeah,
3: I think I had to mime a lot of things that were supposed to be green screened, but uh, I, I was a lot of dits coming my way is what I had to convey. Ooh,
1: yeah, and your um. That sounds like a Louis C.K. wormhole situation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was it? And, and Nick was your holographic boss, your cool your cool hologram boss that popped up on your yeah. desk. Twerking hard or hardly twerking. And then he had a guitar riff. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, it's a mess. <laughs> I love it. God
0: damn, Okay. So, Jerry, you know, if the film career does open up for you two, what, what's your ideal role like do you both want to be directors or writers or collaborators gaffers yeah
3: (laughs) yeah all of the above i mean i i um i love to write and direct i'm a complete control freak uh and 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 i've been a terror with people that i've worked with but i love (laughs) the collaborative uh, aspect as well uh so I, i i love working with other people on other things um Like every time I hear from uh, like Zach or or John or any of these guys who uh, are saying like, hey, you want to like you know draw this or edit this or do anything like I'm I'm down. It's 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 so fun to see what happens when a bunch of people are trying to do something and then new things come out of it that that it's the opposite of what we're doing now, where I have to think about everything that happens and exactly how it looks and then put it on a paper. It would be nice if I could just have like a dozen people and be like, what? What are we doing? Oh, that—that's that, that, what we're doing. Okay,
0: good. <laughs> All right, now Jared, you got to be honest with me. I'm going to ask you a question. I know it's going to be tough to answer, but when you're working on a creative project with Zach, how often do you nudge him and say, "Hey, send it to David Gregory. Why don't we get a Severn bump here? I'm the goddamn Severn Film Podcast." And I remember I saw David Gregory at Monsterpalooza and we were talking about Zach and he was talking about Boner Juice. and he's like, Oh, yeah, he made a fucked up movie. And I was just like, my first thought was, are you going to put it out? And I'm like in my head, I'm like, that would be I feel like that would be very weird because Severin has their very like specific brand. And I just knew Boner Juice would clearly be an odd duck in that lineup. But I don't know, well, Jared. We've I... we've
2: already saturated the market too. Johnny sells them for like three dollars on eBay now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but Jared, I mean, I know in the back of my head, I would be like, uh, can we put that on David's like desk or something? Like... <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm I'm thinking. Uh, w- once the whole thing is complete, then uh, then then all bets are off. I I have um, I struggle to have a lot of faith in people uh, just seeing the first issue and and. Trusting that we know what the hell we're doing and that the rest is going to come out. Uh, (laughs) So once once I prove that we can finish the thing, then then yeah, I'm gonna be like that. Just leave copies all over (laughs) Severin. Just just take a box of them, just unload them in the parking lot. Um,
2: That's what I'm gonna do. It's the uh, it's the uh, the Damon Packard distribution plan, which he when he put out Reflections of Evil on DVD, he used to. He, the legend, the legend has, he would throw it over people's fences and leave a box in a Seven Eleven parking lot.
3: Oh, yeah, man. so we have to wait until the collected <laughs> edition because it's it'll have the heft. If you try to throw a single issue, uh, the wind might get it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's why you got to roll it up, and you know you got a newspaper boy. It.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. We need rubber bands yeah, yeah, for yeah. that. I don't know if we have the budget <laughs> for the rubber bands, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, that.
2: I'll take that on, Jared, because I was a paper boy.
3: Oh, good. I was oh, a okay, boy. we got that covered.
2: Yeah. All right. I was a paper boy for one semester of college. Finally, bringing those skills I back. I was like, play. I was like, boy, it's it's being a paper boy or not failing
1: college. No, no. Because that shit's
2: from like midnight to six. It is not a job for children anymore. It is a job for tweakers.
1: Mm-hmm. Were you a tweaker or were you a child? <laughs> both. Or both.
3: <laughs>
0: i i did a ride along with the paper boy in san francisco and he had a truck and he was like there was only one seat and i was like oh where where, where am i gonna go he's like oh you can ride in the back oh dude it was fucking fantastic you never went in the back of a truck no it was a it was imagine a u-haul that's completely gutted except for a bunch of papers yeah yeah i was just in the back with them going up hills dude
3: it was the cool so
0: rad. clearly a buried memory as i only remember it now
3: <laughs> Wait, I mean, so, it's so, so it's like paper boys out. do ride-alongs like the police
0: i you know this dude just didn't give a shit <laughs> and it, like, <laughs> he was just like you want to go and i was awake i'm like yeah okay
2: but yeah, do you remember why you, you were you, like trying to get the job were you gonna were you gonna replace him oh no, hell no oh, okay. i had a free
0: ride i was hanging out with my friend i was just lip dude it was a dark time <laughs> But I feel like we sidestepped the question, and I do think in uh, you know <laughs> when we're doing our Black Friday sales at Severn, just fucking slide in issue one of Denim Devil and everything <laughs> going up. I it would crush. People would be like, "Oh, cool, a bonus," and then hooked.
2: Well, we'll see. Does David listen to your podcast? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he should because I we have uh, we've made several calls out to to David beckoning him.
2: Yeah, I, you want him on?
1: Dude, well, David. Well, Cr- well first, thing, yes, but we want to be in the Severn Cellar more than uh, anything. Yeah. Oh, so that's with him. Clark harasses but them 100. <laughs> he wants <them laughs> on that <laughs> so bad. I'm sorry, Squeaky Will gets the grease. <laughs> you know, yeah. Whenever you learn this,
0: your success will come into your life. Dude, I could see it on YouTube. It's like Severn Cellar, Clark Little, and then uh, <laughs> no, your the your creative thing would be uh, unemployed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hell hey, hey hey subversion yeah exactly <laughs> all right well next uh, time
2: you guys are in LA I'll give you a personal seller uh, tour that's it we got oh. an arcade game now oh is that a Which joke one? no we have an arcade game
3: it's like <laughs> is it, like, it is is a, a severin arcade game or is it just like street fighter it is it's like something.
2: it's like a it's like a neo geo Diving oh, so you got the
3: four options or something? Yeah, there's a bunch.
1: Yeah,
2: Metal Slug, a- <laughs> you
3: King know, of Fighters.
1: All right, <laughs> all right, that's and all I, I got. got.
0: <laughs> I mean, shout out to Neo Geo because that's kind of the feeling I get. It's like that's ah, not really an arcade, even though <laughs> part of the arcade experience is the art on the box. So I'm like, uh, Neo Geo. <laughs> i spend a lot of time in pizzerias
2: playing arcades yeah. mama mia and <laughs> chuck e cheese
0: now you know um zach having you on and roping jared into this is always this is kind of like a light week for us because we just get to hang out with people we like jared you're fantastic Dude, you were asking those
2: hard-hitting questions Oh, I, thank
0: here, you. Here's <laughs> the thing. I had to do research. I had to read a fucking book. I know. Like, oh, fuck? Here's the thing. I'm not joking. I'm not like blowing smoke up your ass. I fucking, I really like it. And if y'all never break out in film, um, I'll be happy because I think you guys really <laughs> <Again>. have.
2: <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> that you're rooting against you us. Know, <laughs> it feels good. You know, here's the thing. If I you die of failure, I will <laughs> dance on your grave. <laughs> Here's the thing,
0: I, you know, oh God, I, so I'm reading random graphic novels because the goal is to get rid of them, and I picked up Outcast, which is a Robert Kirkman thing that I think they oh, made yeah. a TV show Oh, around. not Big Boy. What the fuck is Big Boy?
1: Andre 3000? No, no. No, not Out- you don't yeah. know. Big boy, <laughs> 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 dude, that's funny. I, no, dude, big boy was the heart and soul of that.
0: I'm birthday. not going to be able to connect that. Big now.
3: boy and Rusty the robot, I... <laughs> dude.
0: No, oh, that's dude. big guy. <laughs> Outcast. It's a fucking exorcist thing, and I'm and I had read it previously, and I'm like, I'll read it again. I'll get rid of it. And there's something about a comic that just works. Where I'm reading it again now, and I'm like, fuck, this is actually really good. And it, it bums me out because I don't want to buy more. The goal was to get rid of these things. <laughs> and the Denim Devil's a lot like that. Where I read it and I'm like, holy shit, Zach did something? The cover's fantastic. And I get into it and instantly it's like all good art. It it like challenged me in a way where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be on board for this comedy. And I mean, <laughs> I watched Boner Juice and I liked it. But then I got into it I'm like, man... You've got good ideas in here. Also, we didn't even mention it, but when he's hanging out with a corpse, there's something about that, like American werewolf in London kind of trope that just really, it it lets me know that there's a lot of darker shit to be unveiled later on in this. And I'm I'm (laughs) here for it. And I really think you got something good here. So, any way I can help get this out there, let, let me know, because I'm a fan. I am also so more than
1: willing to audition to play the uh, the corpse. Uh, not a problem. But
3: if you like that trope, you're getting a lot of that trope, because that's one of my favorite tropes. You're getting that every which way. <laughs> Trust me.
0: It. It's underutilized. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's it's,
3: it's going to be overutilized. <laughs> I'm going to run that into the ground.
0: Well, it's also like, you know, much like the look of the denim devil, which is both terrifying and hilarious, so is that trope. Because he's hanging out, it's almost like, dude, you're so pathetic. You're like talking to a dead guy. But at the same time, it's like, that's actually really a bummer. Like, it's that, <laughs> like Clark's a year away from that reality. And we've been running the show for six years. Randy, I love you. Let the record show did he enter in
4: the chat? Yeah, likewise. No. <laughs> I've been waiting for a, an official sign-off to hit end recording. You you keep chatting, so. Oh, <laughs> it's a kiss, but there's always venom in it.
1: Oh, Every guys. time. Poison <laughs> Ivy, dude.
2: Rady's over there just looking at a sandwich, going like, oh, I'm going to eat you, motherfucker. <laughs> in 90 minutes, I'm going to eat
4: the shit out of you, sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm just looking for the looking for the out. <laughs> a, clean, a clean out, you know? I want to just put it. All right. Well, Don't look to me for
2: that. Clark?
0: You got anything else? No, I just I love y'all and Jared, I'm looking forward to bothering you more in the future. And I oh, hope Absolutely. Uh Zach, get him a bubble costume or something so he can get over the hypochondria in <laughs> the, the world. <laughs> Because you really you got to take this out to a convention. I Moops. think y'all will crush. Like, hey, if you all if you all come out to Sinister Creature, um, we'll hang out with you at a booth. Like, whatever, whatever gets you. out <laughs> there. I know that might yeah. be more of a deterrent, but
3: get a denim hazmat suit. Oh, oh Jared's yeah.
2: like, who a vacation to Sacramento? <laughs> 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 Just what I've been wanting. <laughs>
4: yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at the Overlook Theater, Instagram at the Overlook Theater. Facebook at The Overlook Hour and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at, overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. I've been your engineer, Randy Statt. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye.